good evening good evening good evening like <laughs> how am i not ready i am though i am good evening this is speak life radio i'll go tell my brother in ministry which is sister in christ carlene renee a servant <clears throat> and daughter of the most high god lord and king like why when i come on to speak life i have to choke this i don't know lord i acknowledge you i acknowledge you lord i ask that you have your way totally in the name of jesus father i ask that you take over i ask that you speak to me through me and for me lord in the name of jesus and that you let nothing interfere, that even attempt to try to interfere with speak life. In the name of Jesus, have your way, Lord, have your way. So today is August 16th, I believe uh, it's one of my cousin's birthday, I think, uh, 2021. And welcome to Speak Life. A little thrown off, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to you. I am welcoming everyone. Whether uh, it's your first time, whether you've been here, whether it's your last time, let's get what the Lord has for us in all things that he sent us to. Let's um, hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So I'm lifting up my household. I'm lifting up your household. And I pray we're in agreement with that. And I'm lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God in the name of Jesus. Lifting up the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those that's shutting down, those in despair, those taken by men stealers, lifting them up, lifting up their family, anyone feeling weary or worn, just call out to the Lord and ask him to help you. Ask him to give you what is needed to fulfill what is needed. So I'm lifting up those that are speaking life. I'm lifting up those that are encouraging the saints, reproving, rebuking, exalting, and edifying the body, those on the battlefield of the Lord. Standing steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, okay? So good evening to all. <clears throat> okay. I got to clear my throat. Like, what's really going on around here? I was a little confused about this speak life. Because um, I had typed in something and I thought, yeah, that's what I'll talk about. But as I was typing something was brought back to my remembrance. And so I said, wait a minute, why am I thinking about this? Okay. So I came to talk about the cycle, the cycle before we come to our senses, before we come to our senses, the cycle. I uh, was at the bank a couple of days ago or so. Um, can't remember what day. And Friday. And a young lady came up, you know, and she was asking for whatever she was asking for. I wasn't sure because she came to somebody that was before me. And it, it's a familiar face. She's She has a familiar face because I've run into her in different places. 
And so I was just thinking about it because um, she's even come to the church and people have tried to minister to her and help her. So I was thinking about that and I was thinking about, you know, you can, you never know the root cause of an effect. Like you don't know why a person is where they are, how they got there, whether they're at the top, the bottom, the in-between. We don't know the whole story behind the thing. Sometimes we can be seeing the same people for years, for years. And just like, okay, wait, when are you going to get tired of this? But it's like, it's spiritual first. And then it goes, what spirit is attacking where? So a lot of things are emotionally driven. A lot of things are emotionally driven. Some people are broken so, so badly and so damaged emotionally that they tap out. They tap out. Some people is a lot of, it's a lot of damage mentally. They tap out. Some people spiritually tap straight on out. It's how we come across our journey and how we end up really handling it. And then a lot of it can even be guilt, which is a spirit. Guilt is the name of a spirit. Some can be betrayal, another spirit. So, you know, people like to say, well, okay, I understand the spiritual side of it, but it's spirit. God is a spirit. God created things in spirit. We don't understand it, but it's spirit. So even if you say, well, they're only dealing with uh, depression, spirit, that's the name of a spirit. God said there'd be no more tears. Spirit, <laughs> you know, it's like, we got to understand you're naming a spirit. So the thing is, right, uh, we look at people and you never know, like with anything, emotional damage, mental damage, uh, spiritual damage, physical, physical damage, physically, um, whatever the abuse is or whatever the trauma is or whatever the words were, the action, the deed, whatever the case may be, some things snag people that wouldn't snag other people. But each individual is different, how we perceive things. And, and some people have a fighting spirit and some people don't. Some people will fight to the end and some people will let you just beat them to the end. So it's a lot go into it, even character, even your training. Your training is major on how you deal with things. 
how you deal with things? Did you see this growing up or did you see that or whatever the case may be? Was, did you see a lot of abuse in the house by a male? So that affects a male one way and it also affects a, a female child a different way. Did you see your mom being abusive? It still affects, are, are you used to having a dominating mother or dominating women? Those things, cause dominating is a spirit, okay? So those things affect each person differently. It's how like you could be in this house with 10 people and 10 people might get 10 different messages or three hear the same thing and then the other seven just, you know. So spiritually, so it's how a person digests these things and it determines their cycle. It determines their cycle. It determines some people fall and as they're falling, they're already determined to get back up. Some people are falling and as they're falling, they're already determining they're not going to even try to get back up again. They're not going to, even if it's their first fall, they're not going to even try to get back up again. Some people are falling and in the midst of it, they got a plan to try to do the same thing again. That's going to cause them to fall again. It's all in the individual, the perception and where they are with Christ. Where you are with Christ makes a big deal. If you are in the word and you have the word rooted in your heart, it will cause you to do something different. So I'm going to just go into the word. I'm going to go into the word. Um, but somebody needs to hear this. Somebody is listening and you need to hear this. A lot of your choices, our choices, we choices, <laughs> a lot of the choices that we make, we don't understand sometimes how far that choice go, how much that choice affects everything else. It's like a dominoes, a ripple effect. Uh... There are choices that we made maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, five years ago, that are still affecting our life. Those choices, those choices determine a cycle. You could get a person use drugs one time and they end up being an addict. You can get somebody may have tried it one time and they end up dead. And then you could find somebody that may have tried it several times and it just didn't do nothing. You can get that that young lady that she decides she want to run away and she run away and end up in the hands of the wrong person. Or a young, a young man, that's the same thing. I mean, it's different reasons why our cycles stay longer and stuff and it takes us longer before we come to our senses or come to ourselves. Come to ourselves. <clears throat> so in Luke 15, this is where a lot of people call it the prodigal um, son, which is funny because the word prodigal is not even in here. 
okay? But um, if you look at this, it's like, if you start in verse 1 of chapter 15 of, of Luke, it says, Then drew near unto him, unto the word, unto Jesus, all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. Now, this, this determines a cycle too. Because a lot of times we're being told the truth, but we don't want to hear it. A lot of times we're being told the truth and we refuse to listen at all. And so if we don't want to know the truth, we're going to run to everything else, all other evils and untruths. And many times we'll try evil before we try the truth um, because our deeds are evil, like he says in John 3. So you can tell a person the truth, but even if their thoughts are so damaged that they can't even receive the truth, they'll stay into a cycle for a long time. Some are just have a spirit of rebellion, disobedience, so they're going to fight the truth. They're going to suffer first. They're going to suffer before they allow themselves to even listen to the truth. Because one, some people, their pride, a lot of people are in bad cycles due to pride. A lot of people are in bad cycles due to pride because they don't want to surrender and they don't want to admit that they were wrong. They don't want to admit that they are wrong and they don't want to admit that somebody else was trying to help them and due to the fact that they were ignorant at that time and they were wrong, they don't want to, they don't, they don't want to, to, to give anybody that, that they were wrong. And that's pride. A lot of people are caught in cycles due to pride. A lot of people are caught into cycles due to fantasy. Yeah, fantasy living, because they have an image of something, even a false lifestyle and then they go get they self in this race to live out this lifestyle and they stay in a cycle because they're constantly lying to themselves about where they truly are where they truly are and so you stay in a cycle trying to win this rat race and you're just going around and around and around and around and around and the cycle is never broken my god like okay so it says, um, and he, Jesus, the word of God spoke this parable unto them saying, what man of you having a hundred? Oh, okay. I forgot to say verse two. And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. This man receives sinners and eat with them. And so when you go into uh, the parable that he's saying, Jesus is teaching us, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost until he find it. Yeah. And when he have 
found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Now, I don't know why I'm reading this. So I'm just going to skip down to verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. Certain man, okay? Had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. That's one thing I caught and I love about the prodigal son because he didn't ask for everybody's stuff. He just asked for what should be allotted to him. He didn't ask for his brother's stuff. He didn't ask for all that. He just wanted what was allotted to him. He says, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. And he divided until them his living. So it's like, the father's living. You, you come for your inheritance or something you ain't even work for. I'm just saying. Now that I'm saying that, I go to God the same way. Okay. So it says, in not many days after, the younger son, very specific, the younger son gathered all together. He gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. That means away from God a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Riotous living, okay? And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to want, be in need. Okay, so now his life is changing, right? He then did the riotous living. He then got the inheritance from his dad. And now, now he then ran out. And now he's in want. He needs some, he needs whatever. And he went, still going further. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Not his country, but that country. That country that was far away. He joined himself with a citizen in a far away country. So he joined himself with somebody that don't believe. He, he joined himself with somebody that's not an, a believer. We come to, to the Lord God for our inheritance. What God, what you got for me? Bless me, bless me, bless me. And then we get the blessing, we get the gift, we get the voice, we get the body, we get the whatever the case may be. We learn how to dance. We get whatever gift it is, even studying scripture, and we run to the world to give it away. We run to the world to give it away to a far country, okay? And then we join with people in the far country. So you lost, they lost along with you because they're more lost than you. At least you know the truth. They're just, they just been lost, okay? Because they're of that country. So it says, and he, and he sent him. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Now, I if I would have came from a do totally different angle, I can go into, but 
it says um, to feed to feed unto his fields to feed swine. So you know that's something unclean, right? And he would fawn or gladly have filled his belly with the husk, the waste, the husk that the swine did eat. The same thing the swine eat, the same thing the world eat, and the same thing, the same thing the unclean is eating. And no man gave unto him. No man. Yeah, his dad that gave, God that gave him this stuff. And everybody watching you sink. No man won't give to you. And when he came to himself, when he came to himself, what time period, how long do it take before we come to ourselves? Do there's some people that never come to themselves, like train up a child in the way that they should go. So when the training is there, they has a they have a foundation to return to. No matter how far they run, we have a a foundation to return to. But when you don't have no foundation, when you don't have no foundation, where do you return to? And as he's meeting his people from a far country, it's just like when a, a, a Christian from childhood go into the world. Everybody know you different, but you. You work hard so they don't see that you're different. And you're doing things that people in the world won't even do because you got to prove. You got to prove that you know this thing too, that you can live this life that nobody thinks that you can live. You are a gangster. You are a gangster because you're hanging with the real rude boys, the real killers now. So you running, you running like that, trying to outdo them, trying to outdo them and wearing yourself out. It's a famine. You hungry, there ain't no word around, you know, just just hungry. But the pigs eating, and now you're willing to feed them. You're feeding them the same inheritance that God gave to. Okay? Or we're doing that. Okay? So it says, and when he came to himself. You know, when you're like, okay, I done hit rock bottom now. I mean... Oh, Lord, how did I get here? Lord, if you get me out of this, because I didn't hit rock bottom. Like, I didn't go so far. It's nothing I can possibly do now. Nothing I can possibly do. The change is I'm going to be stuck here forever. What was I thinking? They all betrayed me. What? I mean, they beat me out of my money. They beat me up, you know. And we go through this process of, we start to play back how our life that turned out. I wasn't raised like this. I wasn't raised like and and that's what we do. That's what we do. We got to come to ourselves. But we got to get to that point. We got to get to that point. We got to get to the point. Mama crying, daddy crying, grandma crying, grandpa crying, your brother's sisters, your best friend, the girl that thought you was going to marry her from high school, the boy that thought you was going to be the best wife ever. None of them could change this thing. We done walked away and, and got lost in a far country. Got lost in stuff. Got lost. Now we, we doing whatever. 
We in the world doing whatever, living riotously and destroying ourselves. When we look at ourselves, a lot of us don't even look like who we are. You look at some pictures of people before they entered into the world and you look at them now and sometimes they still haven't come to themselves. They still haven't come to themselves. So it's just going on. And some people is not more, it's not as obvious. They that chose their wife or their husband, everybody that want to. Is she saved? Um, I don't know. Okay, so what you doing with her? Is he saved? His mama didn't go to church. Is he saved though? What is he doing? So we we hook ourselves up. And depending on how far God allows us to go, we might we be out there years. For years and years and years and years, some people they don't they don't come to themselves on their deathbed. They the thief on the cross. They don't come to their senses until they're on their deathbed. Gotta break that cycle. And then every time you think about breaking the cycle, the cycle starts talking to you again. And you go right back in the cycle. Right back. You've been you've been holding on. Okay, you came out. You 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 get it strong. Okay, okay. I'm not doing that no more. I've been I've been out of this for about six months. I've been out of this for six months. I've been out of this for a year. And soon as you start saying, you know what? I think I'm gonna start going to church. Here goes somebody that you thought you was head over heels in love with the same person that dragged you through the mud put you in the pig pen but it's a different time it's been six months now and they're saying exactly what they like what they know you like to hear and so you haven't truly made up your mind to come out that pig pen yet so they're saying the same things they said to you before you know you didn't gave them like a hundred chances and you still Still going to give that 101. So now you, you're back in a cycle of the pig pen. Or we. Back in the cycle of the pig pen. And each time gets harder to come out. Each time gets harder to come out of that pig pen. Each time gets harder. And harder to come out. And harder. And pride. And shame. And you you went through this again. You fell for this again. But you already knew because until we make it up in our mind, until we truly come to ourselves, come to ourselves, we got to talk to ourselves. And he said, how many hired servants of my fathers had bread enough to eat, uh, bread enough, it didn't say to eat, bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger. I'm perishing. And not only did my father have the bread, but he got hired people that have the bread too. I will arise, come out, just come out now. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. So if he left and went to a far country, how did he do it before his father? Because his father is the father. So yes, we, we might disappoint family members and everything, disappoint ourselves. But God sees it all. He knows it all. Turn around, repent. Start talking to yourself. Say, I got to come out of this thing. I know this thing is killing me. 
I know it has robbed me and and maybe I even gave it might not have even stolen anything. It's what I gave, but that emotional hurt, deal with it. That mental hurt, that physical hurt, that spiritual hurt, deal with it. Because if you don't if we don't come to ourselves with these things and if we don't face these things, they we're in a cage like a wild animal going around and around and around and around and around, staying in a cycle, staying in a cycle that is the cycle of death. It's the cycle of death. It's the cycle of death. Starving from no word from God. It's a cycle of death. Your father is waiting. And especially those that know and grew up with the word, your father is waiting. He already know how dirty you got. He already know how low you, you got. He already know it's not man we're rebelling against. It's God. It's not man that we're being disobedient against and prideful against. It's God. This thing is not worth eternity. Turn around. Come home to the Father. In Jesus' name, peace.